The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to episode 558, I think, of the Leakcast Podcast. Yeah, 558. Um, joining me this week is uh, just Colton. Hey, it's, it's me, Colton. I'm not Aiden. I you say can just tell because I'm not sick. Because Aiden's not here. Yeah, he's still recovering yeah. from uh, from being sick last week. Um, and we anxiously await his return. Um, a weak little baby immune system. True. The, it's small. It's, it's the Canada. It's the Canada immune system. They're too clean up there. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Why doesn't he just go get some universal healthcare to make him feel better? <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, what do we have um, on the show? Hey, we've got uh probably no new news. We've got um a patch, and we can talk about a new character, Cassante. Um. We've got, and then we'll move straight into competitive league where we'll talk about the group results. We'll hear from our friends at NordVPN um, and then end with roundtable and mail fight. Colton, how was your week, buddy? Uh, my week was pretty good. Uh, been playing a little bit of league, still uh, down in the bowels of Diamond, trying to to get back into games where people are humans. Uh we're like D340 points, so just like, you know, 15, 16 more wins, and uh, we'll, we'll be at a place to play some competitive games. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I uh, Rachel and I went to a concert the other night. Ooh, we saw, who'd you see? Uh, it was the Black Keys was the headliner. Oh, Black and Keys then, is so good. Yeah, and then uh, Band of Horses opened for them. Nice. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I am but... not. It's a band that Rachel and I both really like. Like we were probably more into the opener than we are. Like obviously the Black oh, Keys is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like if someone was like, oh, like do you really want to see the Black Keys? I'm like, eh, you know, could go either way. But we both really like Band of Horses, and uh, mm-hmm. turned out to be a really good show. The the one complaint I would have is that like halfway through the set. They did like six covers. Oh, um, of wait, I'm sorry. Who who the Black Eyed Peas did the 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 Black I mean, Keys. sorry Black Keys. Why did I say Black Eyed Peas? I kept I kept joking about it. Like when they okay. came out, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Where's Fergie? I don't understand. <laughs> Which one's Fergie? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Interesting. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It was like some uh, band that like the lead singer of huh. the Black Keys is like was a huge fan of and like saw when he was younger and like yeah it was a cool homage but it's just like i i could see two or three but it was i think like six yeah it was like six a... four minute songs in the middle of the set i mean that must have been a huge portion of the like the actual set yeah it was probably about a quarter yeah. of the set um but it was it was still really cool um and uh so that was uh what we did i think it was tuesday night we uh froze ourselves a little bit because it was an outdoor venue Ooh. But it's Texas outdoor venue, so it's not oh, super <laughs> cold here. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I can think of for my week. So I'll hand it over to you. What you what you got going on? Uh, I am also down uh, LP this week. Um, I had a, a string of uh, I would say unlucky games. I think I played fine in the majority of them, but just happened to uh, lose. Um, I'm not going to blame my teams because I think I could have played better for sure, but. I definitely don't think I was done any favors in that department. So, um, I think that's about it. Um, we're, uh, next week getting excited for a, a New York wedding that we'll both be at. 
Yeah. Um, and then the week after is World Finals, and we'll be watching that live together, and that'll be that'll, with Aiden. That'll be fun. Yeah, all three of us are going to get cuddled up on a little futon together. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah, nice and comfy. For sure. Um, awesome. Should we just let's, get into the show? Yeah, let's get into the new show and thank our three new patrons. Actual Yordle, uh, Crack Patzer, <laughs> 23, and Dan Man 96 Thank you guys so much for joining the G2 Army. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Man 96 known uh, multiple choice question like a failure so. <laughs> oh yeah yeah he was the one who got out on the first question every time <laughs> poor if you buddy. have a question for dan do not i i recommend do not pose it in the form of a multiple choice question yeah give him at least give him true or false <laughs> yeah true or false <laughs> um cool let's just get into the news um the new news because we have uh we have some pretty big stuff out out here um first up let's do the patch because uh, i think that's the the bigger the bigger news uh patch 1220 is live um and the first champion to be changed is atrox but his passive healing is down from 100 percent of the post mitigation damage to 80 percent uh so that's enough that, that that's gonna do it one of the biggest nothing changes i've ever seen for a character as strong as atrox is yeah i mean i think that they just like how prevalent he is and like i, I think he is at a at a decent spot where like he is good in most games and like can take over sometimes but doesn't take over every time but like i feel like the biggest issue is that like there aren't other top laners who are really at that level yeah right like i think that level of strength is okay if there's four characters that can do that mm-hmm. and- but like and one of the and those characters counter each other in some way, but mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, like Aatrox, I'm not going to say is the the champion with no counters, but none of his counters right now are at least at, like strong enough to compete with him in most most lanes. Like you can just blind pick him, and it's really really difficult to punish him. Um, yeah. So, not a yeah. fan of this being the only nerf that he received, but whatever. We'll find out. Uh, up next, we've got Akshan. Uh, his E swing can now go to infinity and beyond. Yeah, so he uh, can just swing forever now, um, as long as it doesn't get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they fixed the bug where you could swing um, it, like a with a very tiny diameter if you positioned mm-hmm. your cursor on a certain um, like t- part of the map and interacted with terrain in a weird way. But they fixed uh, some of that stuff um but yeah it's uh it's it's cool we you, you can now swing indefinitely after trundle puts his pillar down um it even after the pillar goes away it doesn't stop you <laughs> so oh it doesn't uh, stop after it's gone no oh that's fucked no so you're just locked in there forever <laughs> until you choose to cancel yeah exactly exactly wait that's so. <laughs> god i can't wait to see the fucking the tech where support trundle levels pillar level one so akshan can just, <laughs> so just infinite on e mid lane yeah that's funny <laughs> all right um after that we've got blitzcrank blitzcrank his base ad has decreased his base attack speed has decreased his passive shield has been adjusted the w damage to monsters is increased and the dub uh, the e damage to champions is decreased so uh, nerfs to some support blitzcrank and more buffs to jungle blitzcrank the blungle if you will <laughs> i'm not very excited for um jungle blitzcrank uh, jungle blitzcrank no i think this is i think this is very similar to um like a jungle morgana sort of where the character's really not going to be played in the in that role until the numbers are too big and then no other character is going to be viable yeah and they're going to be way too big yeah yeah i i excited like, for that i want it to be playable i don't want it to be strong mm-hmm um, I want it to be like a weird fringe pick. Um, yeah. But the best part of this change is they added the thing to his E where if he kills a monster with it, <laughs> it has a chance to just like yeet them off the map like sometimes <laughs> happens with knockups. Because mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, um, good time. Up, up next, Elise, human form Q, range adjusted. So they so changed where it casts from and it, then lowered the range. It just matches her auto attack now. Okay yeah so uh it should feel smoother to um 
to queue and auto queue auto and autos yeah. yeah at the same time okay. uh evelyn her q uh i'm sorry her q bonus damage to mark targets is increased and the w charm duration is increased Gwen, for uh, Q base damage increased. Oh, Gwen buffs. Uh-oh, Jace, W mana restoration is increased in um, hammer form, and the ultimate bonus magic resistant armor now scales with bonus attack damage. Ooh. So uh, some some scaling for, uh, yeah. uh, for our boy. That's a little worrying. He's yeah, already... I, it's it's kind of hard to to think, like, what this will have an effect on. Um, and it's only seven and a half bonus AD, mm-hmm. which isn't too bad. If you have, uh, I don't know, 500 bonus attack damage, which is ridiculous. That's what? 37 or 35 plus half of that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I was, I was misreading this cause this is when he goes into hammer form. So he's going to have a little bit more armor and magic resist, not a ton. Yeah, I was I was thinking that they were changing the armor shred oh, um, when oh. he switches back, and I was like, "I see." Oh, no, just the bonus armor and yeah. magic, resistance. and it's a tiny amount. If you get five hundred bonus AD, uh, it's thirty-seven and a half of both, so a, a very small amount, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, it, more realistically, you're going to probably be at about two hundred. Yeah, AD exactly. So for like a, most of your game, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, even smaller it's, than that. It's dealable. So. Yeah, uh, cannon. Uh, they changed it so that Kennen's E lets you overcap attack speed past 2.5. Uh, Malkai's passive healing is based uh, based on maximum health is decreased and the R cooldown is increased late. This champion got harsher nerfs than Aatrox. Yep. Probably needing it, but still. Yeah, because he's not as cool as Aatrox. True. Uh, Ramis, big thing. They removed the self-slow on his W. And the dash speed of his ultimate is increased. So it goes faster in both regards. Uh, which seems like a really, really big change, no? We're just entirely removing the slow off of his W? Yeah, that, uh, I think we're going to see some Ramus. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know if it's like, wow, this champion is 60% win rate, gig OP. But, like, that's a really, really big change. Mm-hmm. Um, set base magic uh, resist is decreased. Passive health regen is decreased early, and the right punch AD ratio is increased. Um, so hey, get out of mid lane. You're not welcome here. Yeah, Wukong ultimate AD ratio increased. Uh, stop building full tank. <laughs> stop building. Uh, yeah, stop building full tank. Ziggs Q base damage is increased. It's up by ten. Poggers. Nice. Gonna play some I, Ziggs ball. I already saw so many complaints on uh, like from ARM only players saying like, "Please, you're gonna you're gonna bu- like break him. He's gonna be too OP." It's fine because they probably reduce his damage by twenty five percent on that map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's only a, uh, like a seven damage buff. <laughs> Foggers. Uh, Dominic's embrace, otherwise known by its lame name, Demonic Embrace. They're adjusting the stats of it a little bit. The health is down by 100. The AP is up by 10. And the burn of maximum health has been decreased. Mm, nice. Uh, Frozen Heart. The cost is up. The combined cost is up. The armor is up. And the rock solid damage reduction is down. Item is cracked. Yeah. Mortal Reminder. Total cost is up by 100. Attack damage is up by 10. And the attack speed is down by 5%. Uh, Sarek's Gage. Um, it looks like the... What is the claws that catch? What does that mean? Hey, it's getting buffed. Okay. Sarek's is getting buffed. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, lethal Tempo. The bonus attack range is now 50 for both melee and ranged. Instead of ranged, getting an extra 25 uh, and then some behavioral system changes. So this means um, if you say bad words, you're going to get muted instantly in game. It's not going to send your message. Uh, and then it also that says... happened to Trevor today. Did it? <laughs> yeah, he said the R word. Oh, and it was I like, see. Trevor has been permanently muted for the remainder of the game. Ah, that's funny. Um, and then some event missions, mythic content, and uh, bug fixes uh go along with this patch and then we've got f- five skins sorry bewitching bat nivia and bewitching senna bewitching cassiopeia leblanc and nico as well 
Cool. Nice. Uh, awesome. Would you Is like to talk about Cassante? Uh, yeah, he's a uh, Lil Nas X's uh, new favorite guy. He's cool. Uh, he's so cool. He he has big stone arm, uh, punchy mm-hmm. thingies. Yeah. That he breaks so that he can stab you with them. Um, uh, and then he you like punches to... you through a wall. I don't would know. Would you what like he does. to hear his abilities? <laughs> no, I want to keep describing. You're, him. you're pretty. You're pretty spot on. If we're being honest, I heard he has like some extra like weird mobility, and he can like yeet you against a wall or something, or through a wall. Oh, yeah, let me. me let me read his abilities. No, um, I'm gonna this... keep interrupting you. Actually, <laughs> his passive is called Dauntless Instinct. Uh, his damaging abilities mark enemies uh, for a short duration. Attacking a marked enemy consumes the mark to deal bonus damage plus max health physical damage. Uh, and when he's in his... Okay, so I guess maybe I should start with his ultimate. His ultimate is called All Out. <laughs> he shatters his weapons, dealing physical damage and knocking back an enemy champion. Enemies that hit a wall will take a greater amount of physical damage, are knocked back over the wall, and briefly stunned. Cassante then dashes after the enemy and goes all out for an extended duration. So all out is sort of like a self buff for Cassante. Um, it just means he loses a percentage of max HP. He loses bonus armor and bonus magic resistance. Uh, and he gains attack damage, Omnivamp and transforms his abilities. Uh, and I guess now I'll go back and read through his abilities. Um, so yeah, the passive marks enemies. If you hit them with a spell, uh, and then when you're all out, when you attack a marked enemy, instead of dealing physical damage, uh, it deals um, physical. I'm sorry, what? It deals physical damage and additional max health true damage. Sorry. Um, his Q is called, oh, fuck me. Uh, Ntofo strikes. N-T-O-F-O strikes. Um, he <laughs> slams his weapon dealing physical damage in a small area around him and briefly slowing targets hit. If an enemy is hit, he gains a short a stack for a short duration. At two stacks, he can instead fire a shockwave that pulls enemies close to him. Um, and when he's all out, the ability's cooldown is reduced and it no longer slows targets hit. So think of like a Yasuo or Yone Q. It's very similar in that regard. Uh, his W is Pathmaker. Uh, he can begin charging, uh, in which he raises his weapons defensively for a short duration, becoming unstoppable and reducing incoming damage. When you release that, he rams forward, dealing a percentage of max health physical damage, knocking back and stunning, stunning enemies he passes through for a short duration based on charge time. When he's all out, the ability's cooldown is refreshed, the damage reduction is increased, and it deals an additional amount of physical damage based on tar- charge time, as well as increasing the um, charge and dash speed. The, his E is footwork. He dashes, gaining a shield for a short duration. If he dashes to an ally, the distance is significantly increased, and they are also shielded. Other spells can be cast during this ability. When he goes all out, the ability's dash speed is increased. Dashing to a target location has increased range and can go over walls. Whew. It's a mouthful. So... When do we get Rock Lee Cassante skin so he can uh, his his voice line can be like, "Forgive me, Master, I must go all out this <laughs> one time." All out, yeah. <laughs> That's all um, I could think of when I heard the name of that ultimate. I'm just like, <laughs> I must go all out just this just once. Just this once, yeah. Um, but it's cool. I uh, the character's design looks super cool. I'm I'm definitely for it. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he plays. It looks like his damage right now is pretty pretty low. Um, so we'll have to see how he ends up being built. He's supposed to be a high skill, um, expression tank top laner. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where he ends up. Um, I would, uh, how long it takes him to get to the support role. Yeah, they should, uh, they should change it so that when he goes all out, um, he like can no longer gain health until he just dies. Oh, so he can really go all out, you know? interesting like if i if i press r i i'm dying uh-huh. but i get mega stats <laughs> huh it's sort of like a like a scion ultimate like on steroids though right kind of that'd be cool like i like right i, I think that just memeing about like the anime-ness of like i'm gonna go all out yeah. just this once and like at least like in naruto right the huge cost of that when right when mike guy like opens the gate of death and it's like i'm gonna fight you until i'm dead 
Yeah, and then he just comes back to life because Potters, yeah. I love it. Yeah, hey, at least in uh in Seven Deadly Sins, when the character does that, he stays dead. Yeah, at least so far. I don't know. They might bring him back later. God, that upset me a lot. Actually, yeah, God, fucking shows where people try and make like the sacrifice, and it's they they yeah. just come right uh-huh. back. Yeah, huge old, pet peeve. Good old TBZ syndrome. Huge pet peeve. Oh, oh no, character died. Let's go get some dragon playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> anyway, that's Cassante. Other and that's it for the new news. Yeah. So we'll uh, pop into our uh, ad read from NordVPN, who offers you the best in threat protection and privacy when you're out here browsing the internet watching your anime or watching worlds or even playing league of legends they offer a really great product where you can get vpn services you can do the password locker and generation or you can even get their complete plan with all of that plus an encrypted file locker to keep all of your top secret strats in (laughs) Uh, all of that is available to you at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast where you're going to get a fatty discount four months of bonus content for free as well as as always with all of their stuff you're gonna have a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're a crazy person who decides for some reason that you don't want it insane but uh yeah you'd be you'd be crazy because you get in there you've got that easy one-click accessibility get on that server get fast high quality internet no matter where you're at they've got a server multiple servers near you to get it nice and quick it's like the fastest vpn out there they've confirmed it with speed tests Get some really solid shit, and you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Again, four months for free, big discount, and that third day money back guarantee. All of that available to you, our listeners. Thanks so much, NordVPN. Hell yes. Um, let's talk about the uh, uh, about worlds, the group stages. Yeah. Because I finished up, and it's actually, hey, it's Thursday, and um, ADG is playing uh rogue right now Ooh, so, i wonder how that series uh it is currently hey <laughs> this is your live it. this is your live commentary pards um <laughs> game one is over and game or not pards shark i think uh game two is just beginning mm, your, okay there it is um all right so in group a t1 taking uh the first seed and edward taking uh the second seed fanatic third cloud nine fourth in group B, JDG took first, Damon Kia took second, Evil Genius is third, G2 fourth. Uh, group C, DRX first, Rogue second, a surprise. Uh, Top Esports third, and Gam Esports fourth. And then finally, Group D, uh, Genji first, RNG second, uh, Flying Oysters third, and 100 Thieves fourth. So, do you want to? Are there any groups that. Uh, that stood out to you that you want to that you want to talk about specifically not specifically um i mean i think everyone was very disappointed with na's showing shocking uh, my my pickums are in shambles uh <laughs> I, I i once again got got baited by the copium and and i tried to put cloud nine getting out of their group didn't work <coughs> um did not expect rogue to come second in their group i think that was the biggest kind of surprise out of all of this especially with that meaning that top esports did not make it out of groups Mm -hmm. it was kind of wild um and even like jdg barely coming out in first right with a tiebreaker like uh, i think a lot of people were expecting to see more dominance but i think we will see more dominance when it comes to best of series in the quarters yeah, I, I, I think so too. I think that's when teams really get to flex um, their strength. So, yeah, and I, I think that, like, in a weird way, those games matter so much more, right? Where it's like it, it's not best of ones, but like one game matters so much more in a best of three mm-hmm. as opposed to like the six games you're going to play across groups. Yeah, and so like any one game you don't really care so much as long as you're in a good spot to make it Mm -hmm. out yeah exactly um but yeah that's worlds so you said who's playing right now rogue and so it's rogue and jdg they uh drew each other um so that's uh that's that 
Okay, what are um, the other matchups for quarters? Yeah, the other matchups are RNGT1 tomorrow, October 21st. Uh, Saturday the 22nd, Damwon versus Genji. And then Sunday will be Edward versus uh, DRX. So do you want to run through these? Hopefully you locked in your pickums already. Yes, I did. And uh, Great. I believe I went with my tried and true strategy of if I see a Korean team, the <laughs> Korean team is going to win. Interesting. Um, okay. Actually, wait, no, I didn't do that because I put EDG above uh, DRX. That was that was going to be my one as well. Um, yeah. But uh, so, hey, four, four Korean teams made it out of groups. Uh, yeah i i say it every year and then anytime i i i go against which i guess i it was just a matter of like who i put at the top but it's just like yeah put put koreans out of every group every time you're gonna do okay mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so for tomorrow well i guess for this series i think obviously jdg is gonna take that over rogue um yep i had the same <laughs> drop something there uh <laughs> tomorrow t1 versus that uh, RNG. RNG. Yep. Yeah. I, I have T1. Gonna take that handily. Then uh, we've got on Saturday, Damwon Kia versus Genji. I took Genji. Uh, so did I. And finally, Edward versus DRX. Edward. Which I think is probably gonna be the closest series of them yeah, all. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but I think it's gonna probably be EDG. Yep. Okay. So we have the same picks for this one. Yeah. I think we we both went with the. Majority of people, and I think the majority of people did that because it seems the most likely. Let me see if Aiden can, if I can pick Aiden, see Aiden's. Okay, and he picked with us as well. Um, yeah. He picked JDG, T1, Genji, and Edward. Nice. So, yes. You know, I, I do, uh, it's, it's a little unfortunate that things worked out this way, because I was hoping to just have all four Korean teams make it to the semis. Yeah. And we can just get a repeat of LCK That's really playoffs. That's really funny. How um, hype would that be for LCK fans? <laughs> God, that'd be so hype. They'd just be like, LPL overtakes us? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if, if predictions go as we think, it's going to be two LPL versus two LCK. Mm-hmm. Shocking. And then hopefully um, just two LCK in the finals. Cool. So we ready to move on all the way to round table? Yeah, what shape is the table this week, Nick? It's round. Nice. Do we have answers to last week's question? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I do too. Uh, in, in case you guys were wondering, last week's question was, how would you save the future of North American League of Legends? All right. Uh, our first Twitter response is from Wise Papa Smurf, who said, man, uh, these other regions are clearly outspending us. We should probably spend more. Have we considered spending more? Could we buy another better region? I like that one. And uh, Dragon Tamer eight eight eight. Oh fuck! I started talking, and and there comes the yawns. Uh, Dragon Tamer said it might not be the best idea financially, but just have regular season be best of three in both NA and EU. Force champions queue participation to some capacity, comms included, and Riot needs to do something to lower the ping so that we can practice at the same level as Korea and China. Uh, again on, um, Twitter, Dr. Buskis said, uh, putting literally any money into a proper path to pro and then, uh, oh boy, Bodhi Del Barrio said a UBI so everyone can play league instead of going to work. <laughs> I like that one the most. Uh, awesome. You want to read discord answers? Yeah, let me get those pulled up. The first one is from Danman96, known enjoyer of multiple choice trivia. <laughs> he says, I think the most important thing is for Riot to make massive improvements to the quality of solo queue by doing things like emphasizing the competitive nature of the game mode and having low tolerance for game ruining behavior. This could also provide more incentives or rewards to the best solo queue players that can't be sold on eBay, lol. Uh, so hopefully people try harder. There would also be more NA talent, which would probably increase interest in pro play for a lot of people, including myself, with the benefit of motivating people to actually try to become a pro, since I imagine many people don't try since they know teams will just look at imports anyway. All in all, as long as solo queue isn't taken seriously in NA compared to other major regions, NA doesn't stand a chance. <clears throat> 
actual Yordle said, I think the only way at this point is to allow more foreign players on a pro teams. It's almost like NA has no hope otherwise. We see a few players stand out, but most of them aren't from America anyway. Bjergsen, or sorry, Berserker, Jensen, Fudge, Someday, Impact, Inspired, Abadaga, Core JJ, etc., etc. All are foreign, and at this point, very few teams have Americans on them anyway, so why not get of the rule, uh, get rid of the rule entirely? Hmm, uh, a couple more, I believe. From Zipaladin, do what most American sports do and name your regional championship to World Series or something along those lines. <laughs> That's it, nothing else. We'll have so many world titles that way. Uh, Casey Stranger, legit though, just make NA a wild card region. Any success we have will feel like overperforming. Uh, and RD said, fix ping. This isn't NA exclusive. Forcing people to connect their phone number to ranked solo queue to avoid trollers, smurfs, boosters, etc. Yeah, I, I kind of jumping back, I think it was the first one really talked about improving solo queue, but I think that that's one of the big ways to get there is like if they were a lot better about unique accounts and like having to bind your account to something yeah. and like have all of your accounts linked. I think that would really help because then there wouldn't be as, as much of a market of like the best players getting like into challenger and then leveling like seven more accounts mm -hmm. and like getting them to master and selling them or doing like stream series. Like if yeah, they were sure. then just like playing to get that as high of a rank as possible, I think that would really improve the quality of that solo queue environment. Yep. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So thank you guys all for your answers. On to this week's question. Why do you think you're stuck at your current rank? Easy answer, because my teammates are holding me back. <laughs> Next. Um, real answer. It's probably just where I belong, to be honest. I'm probably just a, a D1, maybe Masters player if I, if I get lucky, but probably just a high diamond player. I'm okay with that. How about you, Colton? Well, uh, Nick, I, I believe that you're actually a D3 player right now. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess lose, middle uh, you, D diamond player. You huh? lose a couple. Yeah. It, it was really funny when I dropped all the way down to D4 because people were like 1,200 game hard stuck D4. And I'm like, 30 games ago, I was D1. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a difference here. I don't stay this rank. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say... I mean, it's because I have a lot of, like, mistakes that I continue to make and, and don't remedy. I, I don't approach the game super seriously most of the time, right? Like, I'm, I am not attempting to play my best. I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to, like, play League. Maybe I'm a little buzzed. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm just mm -hmm. going to, like, play champions I'm not great at. But, like, I, I feel like I, I play to learn a lot more than I play to win, um, as well as then just, like, picking a bunch of troll shit, playing a bunch of roles I shouldn't. And yeah, whenever you ask when I like, shouldn't. Whenever you ask the Discord to <laughs> to pick your champion, I know it's uh I know it's not a good day. It just doesn't matter what I pick. It's just <laughs> it's just matchmaking. That's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh boy we're where, zooming right along. Well we gotta tell people where they can answer that question, which again, they know by now. No, no, no. The question, one more time for you, in case you missed it, is why do you think you're stuck at your current rank? And uh, you can send answers to Nick's home directly by yep. the Postal Service. Just he address it to at... Nick in Florida. <laughs> Just address it to Nick and it'll, it'll get there. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure Aiden will cut out the part where I dox you on, 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 this, on the pod. Yeah, uh, it was can... really cringe of you to put my full address and full name and social security number out there. Yeah, it's, it's so... funny because I know it, but you don't actually know your own social security number. No, I've got I it memorized. I on, stole man. that memory. Uh, yeah, prove it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even. I, I would say it right now if I remembered it, but I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh, my God. He um, took my memory. You can send your roundtable <laughs> answers to us on our Discord in the roundtable uh, channel. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can send us an email and uh, at leadcastpodcast at what is, is that the email? I don't even know. Leadcast Podcast. Did you mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Ooh, mail at leadcastpodcast.com. I know what our email address <laughs> maybe, is. Maybe I do need to say it if, if Colton gets I don't know. <laughs> Who am I? That's funny. I'm hey, just... let's move into, into Mail Fight. Nice. Hey, Colton, do you want to read the first one since it's long? 
Absolutely. I, I know how to read. Hey, Great. guys. Lammy Jammies here. I started listening to the podcast a few weeks ago and absolutely love it. I decided to scroll all the way back to the February 8th episode, Top Lane OP, because <laughs> I wanted a fat stack of content to listen to while at work and not to have to wait for new episodes to come out. I'm currently on June 28th episode titled Taking Criticism <laughs> and figured it was time to email in with some opinions of my own and ask a fun question as well. But first, a short intro on my League of Legends journey. I started seeing, uh, playing in Season 3 and then played up to Season 8 on my old account, Poro Patrol. Ended up getting gold, I believe, though just briefly. My laptop died and I haven't been able to play until about a month ago when I finally got a new one to use for remote work for my future travel and for future travels as my GF and I are backpackers and full-fledged members of the Hippie Vibe tribe. We're prepping for three years in Australia, and I'm hoping to fistfight a kangaroo before Christmas. <laughs> anyway, I rushed to level 30 ASAP, qualified into bronze one to complete my amusement, since I only won three of my qualifiers. Now I'm bronze four and falling like a rock on my way oh, to no. iron five, no doubt. Not focused on winning, just trying to catch up and learn as much as I can to prep for the upcoming season. Winning is overrated if you're not improving. So about the show. From my quick binging of a few months of content in just two or three weeks, I've heard from other listeners that emailed in or left reviews that the email section can often be skipped and boring. That said, Mail Fight is my favorite section of the show. I want to hear from the other listeners out there about their struggles, stories, and questions or ideas that they put out for your opinions. I feel like I could rant on about the fun content that comes from it, but the emails only get longer. <laughs> I also really enjoy the different bits you do on the show and how often they get changed up. The bit from the current episode I'm on is lost in loration, I think. I would like to see some older bits revisit and refreshed with new ideas. They provide a lot of entertainment and laughs, always looking forward to the next one you come up with. As for my question, I wanted to know, what are the origin stories for your summoner names? I got mine from a calendar at my GF's mom's house called Lammies and Jammies and Goats and Coats which is, is as adorable as you can imagine it to be. Thanks for reading this, and I'm not going to apologize for the length of the email. Hearing people say sorry for reaching out always makes me cringe. Maybe I'm alone on that one, though. Cheers, Lammy Jammies. Um, mine, my first RuneScape account name was just Lardout. I just typed in letters, and then I lost that account, so that I just made the king Lardout. Yeah. That, that's that. <laughs> Um, I tried a username that I was using, on uh, like on Starcraft and that was taken. And then I tried a bunch of like edgy cringe Lord shit <laughs> yeah. because I was like 13, uh, and was like, uh, what if I make my account shadow warrior? Nope. Taken. What if I make it death blade taken? And then I was like, I don't know. Fuck it. What's a, what's an adjective and a noun, uh, blue basket. Hey, not taken. <laughs> Good enough good yeah. enough um nothing i don't know nothing too special i suppose <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like that's a lot of people's names yeah uh, i i guess the 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 only one i can think of i know that like really has something behind it and it's even like it's not even that much is uh warren's account name the animals was like a joke that i would mean where i was like you should make your account name the animals and every time you're popping off you should be like this is why you don't feed the animals nice yeah that's funny um and it, hey he's he's had it ever since <laughs> that's a good one though yeah that that goes back to starcraft as well i see because nice. that well I actually like that. he used to be like sandman he was like i sandman mm -hmm. and then he switched it at some point anyway those are our names uh as for your the the rest of the content in your email i i feel like mail fight is always like a hit or miss it's, it's definitely the most like disputed section where like some people love it some people hate it mm -hmm. i i think that like 90 percent of our audience loves it because it's a big portion of our show um and i feel like most people wouldn't keep coming back to a show that they skipped the last half of mm -hmm. um but there, there are a vocal, you know, group of people that don't really enjoy it. But hey, I mean, if you want to skip it, that's up to you. Enjoy content how you'd like to. Um, it, it definitely can be hit or miss, like you were saying. You know, 
sometimes we get a ton of really good emails. Other times we get, you know, three emails that all say, help, I'm hard stuck. I lost the last 20 games. What am I doing wrong? I main attack damage Karthus. Yeah. You say, oh, there's not, you know, anything to talk about there. Uh, mm-hmm. But normally our listeners are really good at sending in emails that we can actually talk about, which is really yeah, nice. Yeah, sometimes you guys are fucking stinky. Yeah, and sometimes you guys suck. <laughs> uh, and thank, sorry for the long email at this point. It's just like a meme. Uh, I don't think anyone's yeah. actually apologizing, except for those few people that sometimes send us like three pages and then damn right you owe us an apology. For sure. Yeah, it, it, it's just a meme. It started out that way um, and it just continued on. Or maybe it started out seriously and became a meme. That's probably yeah. A I think way it, to say it started it. with long ones, and then people started adding it to shorter and shorter emails. Yeah. And to the point we've had like two hundred character emails. Sorry for the long email. I, we've we've just had emails that just say sorry for the long email, and that's the yeah. entire that's the entirety of it. So nice. Thanks again for your input, Lammy Jammies. Hopefully, you hear this episode soon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're starting from the beginning. God, what a wild journey. Hey, I'm going to go live in Australia for three years. Bye. I'm going to go beat up a kangaroo. Um, thanks, Lammy Jammies. The next one is from Oat Milk. And they say, hey, Lee Cast, I've been listening to your podcast for a few months now when I'm at the gym or working, uh, and I enjoy it a lot. I have a question about ranked. I started ranked a while ago, but because of my ranked anxiety, I don't play the game mode a lot, even though I'm almost certain I can climb a few tiers. Any tips to overcome the anxiety? Uh, keep up the great podcast, and I hope to hear back um boy you came to the right place get really two players before you play <laughs> two players with zero ranked anxiety i would say um uh, I, i've got like the opposite i think i take rank games less seriously than like normals <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know it's it's all about like getting to the point where obviously you don't have ranked anxiety which is like oh duh yeah of course um and i really think that just comes like it, it just comes most naturally by just jumping in, you know, it, straight into the fire, queue up for a ranked game. If you, win or lose, doesn't matter. Queue up again, like win or lose, it doesn't matter. Take a break if you, if you need it. But uh, like it, you know, the best way to break ranked anxiety or like truthfully, you know, I'm no psychiatrist, but anxiety about most things, ju- just jumping into it is definitely the best way to do it. If you're procrastinating, you know, what's the single best way to, to get over that? Like just start doing the thing you're procrastinating about. And I know it's yeah. like definitely easy to say that, but that like you got to just do it yeah. if that's something you want to do. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, there, there are some other like definitely helpful, like tricks to kind of get yourself there, whether it be like a lack of motivation or anxiety in this case. Um, I mean, one thing I would say is like, you can, lower the barrier to entry if part of your anxiety is like what is your team going to say or do is like okay mute all right like then you don't have to worry about getting flamed because you've you've dealt with that and then maybe after you play 20 games of mute all maybe then you try opening chat up to see um again like you know like nick was saying play a few games without really caring about the outcome or you know maybe set yourself and just say like today i'm gonna play two ranked games you know, that's, that's my goal is just to play two games, um, or I'm going to, you know, this game I'm going to play and I'm going, my goal is to get good CS. I don't care if I win or lose. Like that's my goal. Um, setting goals like that, as well as like, you know, there are little things I think, especially when it's like the kind of trying to start something, you know, again, just start with a very, very simple step. So again, you know, maybe when you think of the idea of like, uh, woo, playing three rank games, that's like a huge commitment. Like, okay, your goal is just to go hit, hit the play button and select a role. That's all you have to do. You don't even have to play the game, but you'll find that once you've selected a role, it's a lot easier to that click, the, click that play button, right? And once yeah, you exactly. click that play mm-hmm. button, it's, it's really easy to click accept match. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to then go into that match, and it's really easy to click play again. Yep. Um, so hopefully that helps Oat Milk. Good luck in your rank games. And uh, maybe one day you can be like me, and instead of having ranked anxiety, you find that you're about to demote and go to the Discord to ask people <laughs> what character you've never played before that you should play. Wait, when you were at zero this most recent time, because um, you, you, 
were only there for one game, right? And then you, then you won that one? Uh, I was down there for like two games, I think. Okay. I got you, Red Triangle. Did you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. I, I dropped from D1 60 points straight down to D4 with only one win in between. And then I like won a game or like I like lost another game or two. And it was like Red Triangle I was going to demote to Platt. And, interesting. And, and now okay. my MMR I, is even still fucked. I'm getting like plus fifteen, minus seventeen. Interesting. I I thought one hundred percent for sure that that it was gonna shield you for at least at least one game. I I think I got one game of shielding. Interesting. I think that was it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, next email from Chris he says, "Hey guys, I was recently cleaning out some space near my computer." And while moving some of my peripheral devices, I came up with an idea that would let me fundamentally change the way I play League. Literally. Instead of using a monitor, mouse, and keyboard, I've been using an art tablet, pen, and keypad. <laughs> let me be clear. This is not a good way to play competitively, but it has been a super fun change of pace in unranked games. Is there anything you guys do in or out of game to spice things up when it starts to feel a little stale? GG easy, Chris. I don't, I mean, this sounds absolutely wild um, <laughs> yeah. to play with a pad. Like it sounds fun. I, I guess if, if you're tired of the game, but I don't know if I've ever felt that way, you know, like I've never <laughs> felt like the game isn't, isn't fun to play. No, yeah, I haven't felt that way either. The only time I've done weird stuff like this is to, like, make myself worse when, like, trying to play relatively competitive Mm -hmm. games with people who are not Diamond. Yeah. Um, Or, like, especially playing, like, drunk ARAMs with friends and just, like, doing silly shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of, like, the common favorites is, like, full zoom lock screen. And you're playing, like, Ezreal or Lux or something. And you're like, I can't see the champions I'm aiming at. (laughs) Um, that's funny doing that or like swapping your your summoner spells or like turning off quick cast if you're used to it um i know at one point i did a thing where i like like you know covered half of my screen or like played without my glasses like you can do a bunch of dumb (laughs) shit to make Mm -hmm. yourself worse yeah uh but ultimately like you're still gonna be pretty okay at the game um I'm, i'm sure if i played on a tablet a drawing tablet with a keypad and a pen, I would be very bad at the game. Oh, absolutely. But I could probably so still win ranked games on Yumi though. <laughs> that may be the only champion that I, I would say you probably could. Yeah. It'd be tough. <laughs> you just, you just put your pen on the screen and it follows easy. <laughs> That'd be cool. Easy. Awesome. Uh, thank you, thank Chris. You, Chris. Uh, our last email is from TM Kyle. What do you think about overtuned champion releases and visual gameplay updates? How those champion updates uh, impact older champions kit and make them feel less relevant with an under- underdeveloped kit. Side question. How do you feel uh, about these champs having uh, so many aspects that used to be unique, unique like true slash mixed damage, untargetables, revives, execute and invisibility. Some of these even stacking all in one champion. Uh, I'm not saying innovation is bad. It just seems like they're not taking into account how all this counterplay and mechanics is making the old kits feel terrible. Sorry for the long email, TM Kyle. Side note for the podcast, I was listening to old episodes, and I think it would be interesting to go over old things uh, in League that were good and bad for the players who recently got into the game. Uh, For example, um, talk about uh, how you had to pay for runes with IP or blue essence, uh, or when the jungle had no items, so you would get uh, gold stacking items, gold generation items. Uh, or old items like Sightstone, Wriggles Lantern, Slash, Feral Flare, etc. TM Kyle. Um, I guess we'll just go first. What do we think about Overtune Champion releases and gameplay updates? Um, I, I'm, I think we're all sort of like Riot apologists when it comes to champion design and stuff like that. Um, I think they do a fantastic job. And I am of the uh, opinion that I would 1 million trillion always in every single scenario rather have a champion be released with an overloaded kit like um like samira on release a felios on release um i'm trying to think of other characters just champions that were like totally broken beyond belief uh i would rather get those champions every single time than have a champion come out and fall completely flat just super boring um not a lot of depth in there 
Um, not a lot of depth in their kit, stuff like that. Uh, I, I would rather have, you know, the, the former than the latter every single time. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Then like generally I would prefer characters to come out strong and like interesting and then maybe tune back if needed. I, I do agree with the point that it makes a lot of like older characters feel kind of shit. Um, you know, when a character comes out that does like everything you want to do, but they do it better. Um, but I, you know, I feel like they are, you know, they, they try to prevent that from happening and they try to rework and, and give VGUs to the other characters. It's, it's never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I also think with like the number of characters in the game, it's, it's just impossible at this point to have all of them like feel as good and interactive and complex as each other and like there needs to be some simple characters um un unfortunately some of the simple characters are also like really boring mm -hmm. or just bad but you know hey there's there not every character can have like a a presence in every game but i i think there is a difference between like a simple character being released and it can't uh, a, a like a champion that is just completely a relic of its time almost like you, you can say that um i don't know like ash right ash is a pretty simple boring character uh and that's okay like she she has a spot in the game and i think that's okay um but then there's a character like lilia who is for all intents and purposes like pretty simple all things considered uh not a character that's that's very difficult to play um, but still sees play because she's unique and fulfills a niche that is, you know, um, you, you know, gives her a place in the game. Uh, I, I just like, I would rather see Riot, like, focus their attention on characters that are really interesting and innovative and fun to play versus like, well, we can't, we can't ever look at arranged marksman again, because if we did, like, all we could do is put out Ash 2.0, because I think that would be fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Uh, and I, I guess that, that, I mean, that's my opinion. Like, I understand not everyone feels that way, and that's okay, you know. Um, but I, I think there's something to be said for, like, hey, a, a champion like Old Volley Bear is never going to be released again because, like, we, we've gotten so much better at character design. Yeah, yeah, and, and I wouldn't want that. I just, to me, the biggest thing is, like, I would... I, I want to see more effort being put into bringing up those bottom of the barrel characters. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, that, that to me is kind of my thing is like, I, I I'm fine with the new characters as much as I like meme about hating any character that's come out in the past, like four years and not playing them. Like, I, I think it's fine. I would just love to see a little bit more love to characters who like really aren't great and haven't been played and continue to not be played like i think like nico and quinn um like yorick even like he's got his role but i feel like he's still a little outdated um i don't know i think there's like a lot of characters that could definitely use some love that just are going to continue not getting it because the bigger priority is updating or creating new characters yeah and i think riot's done a really good job of of like addressing the need for updating old characters. And I, th I think that there's never been like a failed, um, like rework. I think they all have been super good. Ooh. Like, Ooh, controversial. You think, you think that every single one of the rise reworks was successful? Um, like in comparison to, uh, like trying to fix his, his regular kit. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. Hmm. I don't think I don't think reverting a rework or like changing it from how it initially came out like is necessarily indicative of it being a failure. I guess it would be my would be my stance on it. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 like, I don't call any of them like drastic failures. I like uh, another good example. I don't think the five attack speed Cogma like was was a failure. I th I thought it was like it just didn't fit the game. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I thought it was fine for them to try it. And that's I guess that's the sort of thing that I would love to to like see them try more of. Like I want these wonky fun mechanics for yeah. for these characters. And, it, you know, if that is on a new character, that's fine. If it's on an old character, even better. 
Um, but like the, I think the innovation of like new, uh, like n- new champions is the reason that league has remained as popular as, as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that for sure. Um, his second part, <laughs> yeah. um, how do we feel about these champions having so many aspects that are unique? Um, I would, I think this is one of a, like, I think this is sort of a misinformed way to look at League of Legends where a really good example is, wow, Seraphine is just Sona 2.0. They have line skill shot with crowd control. They have Q that damages. They have W that shields and they have E that affects movement in some way. Like at, at, at some point you can boil down like literally any other character to, to sound like the rework of another character. And I think like that is totally not a thing that is bad for League of Legends. If we want to get a character who fulfills, I don't know, um, uh, the wandering samurai, you know, associated with wind niche again, like like we have with Yasuo, I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, I don't think it's an update of a like a character, a 2.0, etc. Um, and I like in. In your email, you say that there's true and mixed damage, untargetable, revive, execute, and and invisibility, like, all in the same character. But, like, I don't think that's true. I mean, like, I don't think any character has all of those. I think some characters maybe have three. Like, maybe. But I I think the point to me is, is more or at least the way I I would take it is that like, how do we feel about these, like what used to be unique mechanics being reused and I'm all for it and wish it happened more. Like I, I would love for them to dive deeper into these systems and make these like unique status effects more common and then you can start doing weird things around them um like one thing i talked about a a long long time ago was right like the the knock up and and knock back like right the airborne condition and you know notably it's not affected by tenacity but you know since there are so many characters with that and so now there are so many like times where airborne happens like you could introduce a different stat that does affect airborne, but not other CC. Yeah, or you could sure. make it scale off of like champion size or total health or something. Um, and I think that they're they're missing out on a lot of that, right? Where it's like there are still a good amount of unique mechanics, right? Like brittle. Orn's the only one with brittle. Give that to like every Freljordian champion, honestly, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like Ashult brittle, Sejuani ult brittle. Um, like, I probably wouldn't put it on, like, a Nivea Q, but maybe, like, when you get to, like, full stacks on her R, it applies brittle, and then when you hit a Q, you get a, you know, longer stun. Like, cool, do all of that, you know. You can do, like, uh, I talked at length one episode long ago about, like, totally overhauling the, like, poison system and giving it more of a unique status effect. And, like, you could start introducing, like, maybe an item that, you know, like, Maybe you can buy a potion that costs like 300 gold. It's just antidote and will like cleanse the poison and only cleanses poison. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of stuff that I would, I would love to see more of. And then you can get like unique items and interactions and like strategies around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's sort of how I feel as well. Like I, I don't necessarily think that once a character gets a, a niche, like that's it they can't ever be used again because I don't think that's a good way to, I don't think that's a good way to view the game. Then you start to get these, like, I don't, I, I think you start to fall into like, well, we can't do this ever again because we've already done it once, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think that's just a very like, m- like misinformed view on, on league, but um, yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of different ways to implement those things, right. Where it's like, I think a good example would be like Victor was one of the earlier characters to have the like abilities that transform and get stronger throughout the Mm -hmm. game that you like, not only do you level your abilities, but you choose some to upgrade. 
Um, yeah, it was, it was either him or Kha'Zix. Yeah, him yeah. or Kha'Zix were, like, the first to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, again, then we got, uh, we have, you know, Syndra, who before was less so, and now with her current rework, it's, like, right, like, she's got her stacking, right? So there's, like, those, those are three different and unique ways that do still feel pretty good of these characters, like, slowly developing and transforming over time. Um the, and I right like again like that's something they could do a lot more of and I think it'd be interesting, um, and, and I think honestly like there's a world where every character could have something like that right where it's like you have default queue and then you've got like upgraded queue or like you can t- choose one of like two or three paths. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever gonna get there in in League of Legends, but uh, you know that is something that that could be interesting right like even if they did that on let's say Victor where now instead of just choosing to upgrade your queue, it's like choose one of two upgrades for your queue or like every ability has two upgrades, but your hex core can only contain like six slots. Mm -hmm. It's like you can put your first two into E if you want to, but then, you know, you're not going to have your other one to later, or you can, you know, just really all in on three abilities and forget the other. Like there's all sorts of stuff you could do with it. And that's where I want to see more of those systems yeah, yeah, and, but if you boil that down to like, wow, I can't believe they they just took Victor's upgrading abilities to, like, and, and they gave it to another champion, right? Like that, I, I yeah. that's the that's the kind of view that I think we're, I don't, yeah, we're you don't seeing, like, that mentality. like a lot. I don't like that mentality. Yeah, exactly, because I think that's a really like poor way to view the game. It, I, if we go to like Overwatch, for example, well, this character has a machine gun, so I guess we can never approach like person with a machine gun ever again you know i guess we can yeah. never approach like this person has a short sword and shield we can't do that anymore mm-hmm. yeah and i think again that that's not a good way to approach it and it's it's one of those it's like just a really slippery slope to get on because again like, like you said with the seraphine stone argument and we've we've had this conversation many times but like mm-hmm. most characters you can start really boiling down if you want to until you get to maybe like 10 or 12 archetypes in the game and you can say like these there are only 10 characters in league of legends every one of them is just a permutation off this idea right like oh you you picked this engage cc tank what wait are you talking about alistar are you talking about malphite or are you talking about a mumu like are you like this this character is just a tank that dives in with themselves and then like they do a and bunch then of a big aoe ultimate yeah and then you die and you're like <laughs> oh yeah you're talking about fiddlesticks right no actually i was talking about hecarim yeah actually no i was talking about zach mm-hmm. just kidding i was talking about galio pantheon yeah for for real right like okay yeah those are all very different characters but if you boil it down to an element like that or right it's like oh you know i i picked the character that is really good at just diving a single target you're talking about Nocturne, right? No, 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 no. I meant Vi. Just kidding. I went. I meant Rek'Sai, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. It's it's not a good way to approach the game. I yeah, and think. I think that's the like boiling down that I feel like happens not exclusively in this email, but a lot in just League in general, um, which ends up being like super, super frustrating to me because I, I I think Riot does a fantastic job creating characters um, based on like specific. Yeah, except ideas. for Yumi. I even think Yumi. I think Yumi is a good character. Like, do I think she's fun to play against? No, not necessarily. Do I think she's, uh, like she could use like some, effort, like some change to make her more enjoyable to to interact with? Yeah, of course. But I think that's a cool idea that they implemented into the game of like, hey, I'm gonna support you specifically, mm-hmm. and there's like it, it is gonna be you and me versus the world, and that's sort of like that's it. You know? Yeah, I, I I agree. I think that she's a pretty fine character. I think to me the biggest thing would be like if there was a a system to knock her off. I and we talked about this a while back. I think like having her have a, a, a tether duration, like she's only strong enough to hold on for X period of time. And you can have that extend when she lands cues or when she like gets an assist or you know, even when she like heals the ally. Um, right like you can have it extend and then you can have it reset when she jumps off or maybe she gets an even longer timer when she utilizes her passive like those are all things you could do (laughs) exactly yeah there there are ways to change that 
um like to but i but i don't think the like i don't think that she's not poor identity of yumi should ever be removed from the game no yeah i think that's fine so even if she is op in comp um yeah and for um old items and stuff maybe you can do that for a uh like a patron show or a round table question um but uh we'll probably just cut it here i think yeah, well, I thought didn't we look at removed items in a Patreon show? I, I yes, we absolutely did because yeah, yeah, we ranked them. We ranked them because we mm-hmm. put um, Deathfire Grasp at like Z tier, mm-hmm. uh, which is to say the best item that has ever existed in League and will ever exist. Nah, I miss uh, maybe Flare. maybe maybe not Zonia's ring. <laughs> it was so busted. That was a, just because that combined Ravidons and <laughs> Hourglass. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Awesome. Well, thank you, anyway. T- TM Kyle, and thank you to everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, King Lardout, Blue Basket, and Leadcast Frost. Tweet at us at Leadcast on Facebook, we're Leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg slash leadcast, uh, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.